0: Another episode of talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia. And, uh, it's the new year, dude. It's fully the new year. It's 2024. Isn't that cool? Another year, dude. New year, new me, as they say. New year, an actual different person I'm gonna transform into, dude. I'm definitely not gonna be the same guy I was last year. No way, Jose. No way, Jose, am I going to do the exact same shit I do every single year and not change at all. Why would I do that, dude? That would be foolish. That would be, that's what a loser does, dude. I ain't no loser, bro. <laughs> that That's, well, that's not even what a loser does. That's what a normal human being does. I ain't going to do that. No, happy new year, man. I hope, uh, I hope, uh, new year's eve was fun. I hope that um, you didn't get too drunk. I hope you're not too hungover today. Dude, the amount of people who are severely hungover today who made a promise to themselves last night that they're never going to drink again is hilarious the the, the millions of well, how many people do you think it is hundreds of thousands Let, let's say it's 1 million people the 1 million people who went this is the year I'm never gonna drink so let's do it big the final time and they get fucking completely shit faced they black out to a degree that seems impossible then they wake up today groggy as shit head pounding heart burning Legs mushy. They wake up and they're like, "Fuck, dude, fuck! I'm never gonna drink again." I mean, it's a good, it's a good way to never drink again is to get so hungover that uh, that it seems like the gravest mistake you could make for your body. That I mean, well, you would think that's a good move. You think getting so hungover. That you think to yourself, I'd rather be dead right now than this hungover. That seems like a good way to never drink again. But that same person who wakes up today with that hangover, the moment their friend's like, yeah, but you want to get a beer on Friday? You're going to be like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. (laughs) How many people go to the bar the following Friday? How many people are going to go to the bar this Friday with a resolution in their heart? And disappointment when they leave. <laughs> they're gonna walk into the bar with a resolution in their heart and they're gonna fucking leave with disappointment in their gut, dude. Because they're gonna they're gonna leave buzzed. They're gonna walk in with hope and leave with reality. <laughs> and the reality is you're most you're you're most likely not gonna kick the habit. I hope that you do. Of course I do. Listen, dude, this is a beautiful time of year. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but why not? It's a new year, might as well talk about the same thing again. In in the in the spirit of talking about how most people don't change, let let me not change in this moment and talk about the same thing I talk about every New Year's on this podcast. This is a beautiful moment of the year. The J, the month of January is beautiful because some of some people are going to make resolutions and they're going to they're going to follow through on them and and uh, on on January 1st of 2025 they're going to drink their their first sip of caffeine in a year some people are going to do that some people are going to not drink caffeine for a whole year some people are going to lose 10 pounds okay and that's awesome and i want people to complete their resolutions but the majority of us we're gonna pretend for the next two and a half weeks that we're that we're gonna change and then we're not. <laughs> for the next two and a half weeks, a lot of us are gonna go to the gym or 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 try and start a new career. and then on on Monday of the third week, we're both we're both gonna on Monday of the third week, we're gonna eat a big Mac and and give up. That's what we're gonna do, dude. And that's okay, dude. It's very human to give up. (laughs) It's very human to, to make a goal and not complete it. It's fine. I mean, in the, in the long term of your life, it'll probably be bad, but in the short term of, of existing, you're being a normal person by failing. You know, I do it all the time. We all do it. We all fail. How many resolutions have you made that you have not done? The majority of them. That's the that's the cold hard fact about New Year's resolutions is that 98% of them do not get completed. <laughs> you know why? Because we don't even we don't even let ourselves have a chance at completing New Year's resolutions a lot of the time. Because instead of just picking one fucking thing, we all have like 10. We all have like 10 that we want to complete. And we're lucky if we complete one of them. And yet still every year we're like, these are the 10 things I want to get done. And guess what we're not getting done? All 10 of them. (laughs) Not nine, all 10, dude. Maybe if you say the opposite, maybe if you say the opposite of what you want to do, maybe if you're new, because since, since we, people rarely complete their resolutions Maybe the real technique is to say all the things you don't want to do, and that way you'll you'll break those resolutions and do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So this year, I'm going to keep drinking. I'm going to drink a lot. I'm going to get drunk too much, okay? This year, I'm not going to make any money. <laughs> this year, I'm going to make a, a, the bare minimum amount of money, Okay. This year I'm gonna lose twenty pounds, dude. Oh no, the opposite. I'm gonna gain twenty. <laughs> All right, guess I'm guess I'm fucking gaining twenty, dude. I already fucked it up. I already made a huge mistake, and my physical being is gonna is gonna take the hit. Look, dude, monster, monster, no sh- zero sugar, bro. Already I'm I'm doing my resolution. No more sugar. That's not a resolution. Maybe I will do that. No sugar? Oh, opposite. I'm going to have the most sugar I can possibly have. I'm going to become a type 2 diabetic this year. And see, in saying all the things that I want to accomplish, I will accomplish the opposite of all of them. I gain the system, bro. That's all you gotta do, dude. All you gotta do is say the thing you don't want to happen, and you will are you will fail your way into the right thing happening. That's all you gotta do, bro. <laughs> That's the way to gain the system of your life. Top ten tricks to hack new years resolutions, bro. Number one, pick the thing you don't wanna do and make that your resolution. That way, failing is succeeding. <laughs> But I do hope you uh, complete your new... Some people will. Some people will. I Four or five of the trillion people in the world will will get to the end of the year and be like, I, I, I didn't buy a lottery ticket. And that's sick, dude. Also, that's a good move. That's a good move is to pick something that's not that hard. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I make New Year's resolutions that are like real bullshit ones. I'll do one that's like, brush your teeth the first on January 1st <laughs> something I'm already gonna do but that way you get one of them done you know you get one of them done so you know it's possible or you do one or you do what I just said but you actually complete it you do something that isn't good but you but you are able to do it so that you're like you know what I did the one that's easy I can do the other ones like in past uh, New Year's uh Resolutions. I was like, I'm going to play video games the first week. And I would play video games the first week. And guess what? It didn't help me complete the rest of my shit. <laughs> I don't think there's any way to hack uh, uh, changing your life. I think you just got to commit. <laughs> I think the only hack for changing your life is, th- is to fully do it. I got it. I gotta. I gotta play less video games, though, dude. I really do. It's too. It's too many. I watched the PlayStation uh, wrapped because I play on PlayStation. That's the thing, too, is that the amount of games I play, I'm like, I should be playing on a PC. <laughs> if I'm gonna be this much of a gamer, what am I doing on console? You know, foolish. Uh, but I looked at my PlayStation wrapped, and it said I have spent 1,900 hours playing video games this year. That felt bad. That felt bad to hear. That felt bad to hear. That over 2 months. Over 2 months of time. I this year over 2 months. There's 12 months in a year. You told me you're telling me I only lived 10 months in the real world. That's not good. That's not that's bad, dude. That's bad, bro. That made me go, I understand why I don't have I uh, why I could have more money. <laughs> I understand where improvements need to be made, and one of them is in me having that number at least halved, you know? You're not in a good spot when you're like, when your New Year's resolution is, I would like to play only one month of video games this year. <laughs> I'm going to have to start calculating my exact hours, or I'm going to start having to make some money playing, I'm going to have to start streaming, dude. I can't be playing that, that I can't be playing games that much and not be streaming it and trying to make some money off of it, you know? One something's got to give, bro. I got to either make money off of it or quit entirely. Maybe I'll start streaming. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how good games are. I'm like I could either stop playing them or become a streamer and I'm like I'd rather do, I'd rather tr- shoot my shot at that. I'd rather shoot my shot at that, dude. Cuz sometimes you've been doing something so long that you're like I might as well turn it into something good than get rid of it entirely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I watch, I start streaming and then the next year it's like, you have five months. <laughs> you have five months, but you also made a lot of money off of, off of games, dude. You made a shit ton of money, dude. Dude, people make so much money streaming. Dude, the amount of money... I feel like... I don't... I'm confused... There are so many people, like internet people, who make so much fucking money, and they act as though they don't, and I don't understand why. I feel like if you make a lot of money, the worst thing to do is to underplay it. Because... because then you will... you... then you will spend the money that you have, and then everyone will go, you're... why are you lying? Also the amount of money people have, dude, the amount of money some people have for for just watching, for just sitting and watching a video <laughs> is crazy, dude. And I'm not I, like listen. Whatever, man. You made your money. That's good for you. But the amount of money is incomprehensible. The amount of money is incomprehensible. The amount of money is too much. Some people make so much money just watching other people's shit that if they were to have their money halved, they would still be in it crazy rich. If you're if you are so rich that if your money got halved, you're still you're still way wealthier than everyone in existence. You gotta you gotta be more honest about it. I don't want to see people justifying. I don't want to see people hating on people with money who have money. It's very strange. It's a very strange thing. You can't have a ton of money and hate on people with money. It's just, it's weird. I don't agree with it. I don't think I don't think you have a leg to stand on, because you can make less money. Because then people will people will try and because people do a weird thing where they try and justify having how like the amount of money they have is not a lot of money and i think that's a rabbit hole that is pointless to go down dude when somebody has eight when somebody has a million dollars that's that's an amount of money that is insane a million dollars in an, is an insane amount of money, and anyone who tells you an, a million dollars is not an insane amount of money is someone who is so diluted by how much money they have, or they're just a person who's completely delusional. Uh, if you hear a person with no money saying a million dollars is not a lot of money, I don't know what the f- they got. They have severe brain rot. I don't know what's going on with them. They got to maybe sit down and talk to them for a couple hours and find out what's w- why they're not okay. <laughs> find out what's mentally unsound if you meet someone who's like a million dollars is nothing it, it look at their bank account and if it's and, and if it's got under if it's got a thousand dollars in it if it's got under ten thousand dollars in it you got to sit them down and be like hey man so what happened what what's going on with you what happened to you did you used to be rich no you just you've been online a lot i don't what are you talking about dude Bro, I the the most money I've ever seen is like $60,000. And 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 that money lasted lasted a long time. 60 grand can last you and I was and I was living comfortably. 60,000 bucks let me live a comfortably a comfortable life where I didn't have to worry about food, I could pay my rent, I could drink when I wanted to like the amount of excess that you can live in when you make fucking $400,000 is already insane. Dude, if you make 400k and you have no children, that's the thing too is that people they they make 8 million bucks in a year. And they have no... Ki- it's just them, dude. $8 million to spend on yourself. You're either saving a ton of money... Or you're spending in a way that is truly deranged. And also, I don't think there's anything wrong... You can make that much money. Like, you can make that much money. I just think it's weird to to try and... To try and justify why it's not a lot of money. It's always weird to me, dude. People, people will have jobs... Did I talk about this recently on the podcast? I think I did. Yeah, it's it's, it's that same thing of like downplaying your job. Like having a job where you do nothing and you make a ton of money and then you're like, no, but my job is hard. It's like, your job isn't hard. You make a ton of money. That's awesome. If you ever hear like a streamer say their life is hard, bro. No. (laughs) No. If you ever see somebody who sits down, stares at a screen, and then goes, I didn't really understand that, and then moves on to another video and just watches that video, and they make $100 million a year, dude, If you come on. They're not, well, I don't know if they're making that, but if you see somebody who's got a net worth of, of $100 million, fuck it. If you see a guy with a net worth of $3 million, and all he does is sit down and watch a video and barely react... And he's just sitting on that money year after year. If you ever hear him go, dude, fucking life is hard. my Or if you ever hear him go, my job is hard. You gotta. You gotta roll your eyes out of existence. <laughs> you gotta roll your eyes until you disappear. Because that's just, come on, dude. If I made a ton of money off of doing this off of talking into this thing I would I would I would I would sit here and very and very honestly go that I'm lucky as fuck <laughs> That's lucky as hell dude It doesn't mean you don't put work in like people work very hard to they put time in and they work to get to a certain point. But then once you're at a certain point, you are living a nice life. And that's that's a good thing, dude. It's a good thing to live a nice life. It's a good thing to live an easy life, dude. It's a good thing to grind to a point where you can relax and enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's, that's good, dude. Life is supposed to get better. You're not supposed to fucking grind yourself into a nub. My dad... I don't, I don't, yeah. Do you believe it in an afterlife? <laughs> I, uh, And this all, this all is relevant. It all works together. I don't know if I believe in an afterlife. I don't know. I'm, I, I think I'm agnostic when it comes to religion, when it comes to believing in God. I think there's something, I think there's some beyond us. That's what I think. I think there's something beyond people. I don't know what it is, but that we're not the only thing around. And I think that because I believe that, but also I think it's a good thing to believe. I think it's bad to believe that you are the only one in the universe. I think it's fucking stupid. It's not just, maybe not stupid. I just think it's, I think it's arrogant and, and it's going to lead you towards a life of arrogance. If you live a life where you're like, nah, human beings are the top. I think for your own benefit, you should believe that there could be something else, scientific or spiritual. I mean, people... uh like people believe in simulation theory and I think that's all good and well and good. I think that's fine. But at the same time, when someone believes in this, si- if, if you believe in simulation theory, but you shit on people for believing in Christianity, I think that's a very strange move because when you describe simulation theory, you're just describing Christianity. It's this. it's the same thing. You just don't want to believe in God. It's the same thing. You just want to call people stupid. I feel like, because simulation theory is what is it someone created the universe they created all of us we all have free will and choice and it's all it's all a, a computer it's all a video game created by another person what is christianity god made the world gave us gave us a sandbox to live in Reality could be a video game, but what's the difference between if it's made by a man or made by God, dude? At that point, isn't isn't the being above us who created the simulation isn't that just God? I don't know. Anyway, I say this to say like you should there should be brevity in life. There should be joy, there should be relaxation. You should have moments where you go, ah. <laughs> there should be moments where you exhale with because you're so relaxed and comfortable. You should be comfortable at a certain point in life. I think you should work to a point where you're comfortable. And you should live a nice life. And part of me not being sure about believing in the afterlife is because... I don't know if it's a, if it's good mentally. To, well, okay. I'll tell you how my dad believes in the afterlife. And the way he believes in it, I don't think is good mentally. My dad told me one time, he goes, in life, in life, you don't relax. And I was like, what does that mean? He goes, in life, you don't relax. What you do is you work and you work and you work and then you die. And then you get to relax. Heaven. That's when you can be comfortable and have a fun time. (laughs) (laughs) And I, and I like really, that really like seeped into my body. That really like stuck into my brain. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to believe in heaven then. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to live. I don't want to, what if there is no, if there's no heaven, my dad just lived a bad life. If there's no heaven, my dad just worked himself into the grave and his, and his net na- and worms are eating him. My dad had no fun, made, a, made some people sad that he could have, you know, my dad was alone too much. Also, it's not true because my dad is retired now and he's living his best life, dude. He's just chilling the fuck out. He's kind of bored, but you know what, dude, he worked very hard and. Listen, if heaven exists, my dad is in it right now, dude. My dad worked very hard and now he's chilling, bro. And you know what? What he said is true as long as you as long as you consider retirement heaven. I think my dad was secretly he didn't understand it at the time, but re- heaven was retirement. <laughs> and if you play your cards right and work hard, I think I think you can you can live a heavenly life on earth. He's just chilling, dude. Honestly, I think it I think it I think it helped my dad a lot cuz my dad did work very hard for a long time and he would always talk about how hard he worked and and then the moment he retired, you could you could tell that he was like this is better. <laughs> I'm glad I worked that hard to, to be able to live like this now, but I gotta, I gotta admit, dude, like just, just chilling out, just watching the stock market and eating good dinner. It's pretty sick, dude. It's a pretty sick thing. It's pretty awesome, dude. Looking in the mirror and being like, I gained a lot of weight. Let me just lose some weight in the infinite amount of time I have to chill He's like, yeah, dude, he lost, he lost like 15, 20 pounds. He's just chilling, dude. The more retired he is, the chiller he becomes because he get, because now he really gets it, dude. (laughs) He was in the eye of the storm for a long time. And when you're in the eye of the storm, although the eye of the storm is the calm part, isn't it? Whatever. He was in the storm, dude. Now he's in the eye. He's at whatever part of the storm makes you calm the fuck down. I'm. I really am a dumb fuck. That I really sounded dumb there. The eye. What's the eye? The eye. Whatever you do when you get inside, and then you're good. When you're good and you're not bad, that's what he is. You know. <laughs> Sometimes I have very real uh, Italian brain. The other day I said something that my friend was like, "That's the most Italian you've ever been," and I don't know if it's. I don't know if it was true. But I'm gonna repeat what I said, and you can you can decide if it's if it's extremely Italian. So we were talking about one of our friends who has a very Italian vibe. I think he is Italian. Anyway, he goes, he goes. I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna tell you guys straight up. I'm gonna tell you guys straight up. This is how. You, this is this this this. If you can't shit, if you can't shit for real, for real. If you can't shit, this is how you're gonna shit. This is this is how you'll shit. And he just tells us, like, eat four oranges. He tells us weird shit. And then I just go, you want to know how you can't, you don't want to, you you want to know how you shit? You drink a nitro cold brewed? (laughs) What's going on? I said, nitro cold brewed? The fuck is happening with me, dude? Take it from the top, bro. Damn, dude, I'm losing my mind. I said, you want to know how you, you shit if you can't shit? You drink a nitro cold brew you'll shit, dude. You'll shit. Trust me, dude. You'll shit. And my friend was like, that's the most Italian you've ever been in your life. And I was like, maybe, but I, I feel like, I feel like it would have been more Italian if I had said espresso and no dudes. You don't hear a lot of Italian people say dude. Oh, I guess you do Italian Americans. I guess you do hear a lot of Italian saying dude, a lot of Irish dudes and Italian dudes say dude. That's fireworks going off right now. In the middle of the day, because it's January 1st. No, it's not. <laughs> um, the timer's about to go out. Uh, I'll see you guys in the second part. What's up? I'm back. Yeah, I'm sorry. I revealed it's not actually January 1st when I'm recording this. It's 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 New Year's Eve, dude. And I'm about to go out to three parties, I think. Yeah, three part. Yeah, yes. Dude, New Year's is tough, bro. It's it's too many th- it's too many things that you got to do. <laughs> also, I always feel I feel like a douche when you, when you're I feel like a douche saying that because then there's some people who like aren't invited to anything and they're like, well, I wish I had a bunch of things to do. I think the grass is always greener, bro. I think that when you get invited to a lot of things, you're like, I wish I didn't. I wish I wasn't. I wish I didn't have all these options. I wish I had. I wish I had enough friends to go to one party. Because when you, I know, I knew too many people. I know too many people. I know too many people that I like. And I, you know, you don't want to make people mad, dude. I don't want, I don't like making people mad, but also, I don't know. People don't care. It's very, it's very, it's you always think too much about a thing, you know? It's like you get invited to a couple different parties, and you're like, oh, I'm going to feel bad if I don't go. They don't fucking give a shit if you go, dude. They don't. No one cares if you show up. They don't. Especially on New Year's, everyone's drunk. There's already going to be too many fucking people, and whoever is gracious is gracious enough to open their house to a bunch of people on New Year's Eve, there's already going to be too many people. If anything, you not being there will will unburden them a little bit. You not being there will make them think about their neighbors less, you know? But yeah, I'm going to go to a few parties, see some friends. It'll be nice. And then, and then we're into the new year, bro. We're into the new year. 2024, man. I hope, I hope it's a good one. I plan on it being, I don't, this is the, this is the least I've planned I don't know. I don't put... I stopped putting expectation into a year a while ago. Because I feel like putting expectation into a year can fuck with you. Because then if at the end of the year, if your expectations are not met, then you feel like shit. But sometimes your expectations are, are bad. Sometimes you over-hype things... You ever, you ever, you ever see something that gets so overhyped that when it comes out, everyone's angry, but really part of the anger needs to be towards yourself because your expectations were too high in the first place. I, that's, that's happens with new years, dude. That happens with a new year. You put a lot of expectation into what you need to accomplish or what you want to accomplish. And sometimes your accomplishments are out of your control. Some of them are in your control, and you should focus on those. Dude, I don't know. A long time ago, I decided, don't have resolutions, just have things you're going to do. I feel like when you tell people what you want to do or what you plan on doing, you don't do them. At least for me. Whenever I tell people what I plan on doing, I rarely do it. But if I keep something to myself, it gets done. Because then it's for you. Sometimes telling a thing... ...makes it so that you already said it. It depends on the thing. Because sometimes with bits... Like stand-up bits... I used to say bits to people... And then I would, wouldn't do them on stage... But now it's the opposite. Now I try a bit out... And then I end up doing it on stage. So I guess it depends on the thing. But sometimes when you're like... I'm going to... Make this life change... And then everyone hears it... And everyone's like... Yeah, that sounds great. You should do that. You Sometimes just saying it out loud... and the And, and fantasizing about it happening will give you too much of a endorphin rush to actually fucking complete the thing. Because you get it off of everyone else. You get the feeling of you did it from everyone else. But then you don't think about the aftermath, which is later people are going to be like, he never fucking did that. <laughs> this guy's always talking about how he's going to do shit and he doesn't do any of it. Eventually you become that guy. And I, you know, I feel myself being that guy sometimes. Because I say so many things and I only ever do a fraction of it. I guess that's a normal thing to do, but I just feel like it's healthier to to think uh, think a bunch of things you want to do and then do a fraction of them. Rather than say a bunch out loud. You know? I don't know. What, 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 what do I know? Babies are weird, huh? (laughs) I was thinking about this on Christmas. I was going to talk about this last week, but I don't think I ever did. I, um, it's, 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 uh, my, my cousin just had a five month old. Uh, and it's crazy to think about how, like, Like I was looking at this kid, and it was smiling and laughing, and it kept trying to talk. It kept trying to talk because we were talking. It kept going. I'm. 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 It was very cute. It kept trying to speak and it couldn't. And it it was just psych- it's like weird to see. It's weird. It's weird that a that so much the first three years of a baby's life they don't know. That's weird. I know there's some argument that like you you might develop uh, memories like when you're two or earlier than three, but three is kind of like the definitive probably that's when you start developing memories so it's so weird that so many fucking weird things can happen before you're three and you as a baby are just uh, there for the ride dude (laughs) you're just like strapped into the roller coaster just going like yeah dude just being fed shit spitting puking shitting you're just fucking up it really is god's way of of making sure that parents don't kill their kids Or or the that no, 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 parents don't kill their kids. It's it's God's way of making sure that kids don't uh, hate their parents. It's it's like it's God's way of being like, listen, you, these first three years, you're gonna try, you're gonna try and kill them a few times. You're gonna dangle them. <laughs> off a railing you're gonna put him in the oven for a second and think I could just leave him there listen you're gonna you're gonna want to murder this thing and you're gonna be viscerally angry in front of this baby's face many times you got three years to get that out of your system. Three years of 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 questioning your hatred for this baby and then after that he's gonna start remembering so calm the fuck down. <laughs> If you could time it, if we could time exactly when a baby starts remembering things, I bet you parents would shout into a baby's face until the timer went off. I bet you, I bet you a mom and a dad would go, honey, honey, honey. It would be like, it would be like New Year's Eve. They'd be like, honey, 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 10 seconds left. And you'd watch it. Nine, eight, 10, 9, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. 7, 6, oh, I want to kill you, dude. I want to kill you. you. Ruined my life. Five, four, for real. Let's just kill it. Let's tear him apart right now. This, this is the last moment. Three, two, oh, one. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. I love my son so much. Don't you love him, honey? Yeah. I'm so glad we love our son. If we, if we had the science to know exactly when it started, you better believe people would be doing that. <laughs> you better believe there'd be parents doing that 100% bro come on come on dude I'd do it I would do it if I had a child and it was just shitting all over my hands and not letting me sleep if I had two hours of sleep every fucking night because of a baby I had and then I knew the exact time they would develop memories you better believe I'm screaming in it's face until the timer is off <laughs> You better fucking believe I'm going to do that. Why would I not do that? He's not going to remember. And people will say, yeah, but they kind of, it's subconscious memory. Prove it. (laughs) My first memory was three years old. I was, I was sliding down the steps. I was like sitting and, and and sliding my butt down the steps, probably because I couldn't walk down the steps yet. Or maybe I just liked it. I remember thinking I just liked doing that. It was just more fun to sit and go down the steps. I mean the reality was probably was easier for me. But I don't know. At three years old, is it hard to walk up and down step? Probably, right? Yeah, I've walked yeah, I've watched parents help their kids up. I have no concept of how old kids though are. I have no concept of how old kids though are. That was, that was an articulate sentence. (laughs) I have no idea of how old kids are though. Like that kid, that my cousin's kid is five months old. My nephew, is that my nephew or my nephew's, my brother's kid. I don't know. I have such a big fucking Italian family. I have second cousins who I call cousins. Like, everyone's a cousin. Everyone's an uncle. I got uncles who are, who are not blood-related. It's a bunch of bullshit. I can't keep track. There's too many fucking guineas, dude. Too many Ginzos, bro. Too many fucking Norwegians. Too many Italians. I can't keep track of 72 people. It's too many, dude. I love a lot of them. Ha <laughs> ha! If you have like it's 60 people in your family and you say, I love all of them, I love my whole family, you're full of shit, dude. You can't love 60 people. It's not possible. You can like 60 people, you cannot love 60 people. That's too much emotion to put towards 60 individuals. The amount of love you put towards a person, you feel the energy of that. If you spread that over 60 people, they would all be receiving like, like to acquaintance. If you, if you take a a strong emotion and spread it out amongst a bunch of people, you reduce the feeling. If you treat everyone the way you treat your, your girlfriend or your wife, she's going to feel like a friend. Anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? Babies. I have no idea how old babies are. Because this, my cousin's five months old, and uh, I, I, they could have told me he was two, and I would have been like, sure. I have no idea. I see toddlers. Six-year-old kids I thought were at least nine. Like, I had no fucking clue. Six-year-old kids can be fucking big, dude. Giant. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking of my friend's bit, too. My friend's got a bit about if a baby's looking at them. Because baby they they say that babies stare at faces that are symmetrical. And so he's like, every time a baby looks at me, I'm like, still got it. Um, So I kept thinking about that bit. But then that baby kept looking at everyone's face. And I was like, this baby, this baby's got bad taste. <laughs> I guess that's part of his bit. He's like of course you think Of course this baby thinks I'm hot Ugly baby Something like that Anyway Maybe I'll have a kid one day (laughs) Uh, Maybe I don't know Do I have a desire to be a father? Kind of Kind of. I kind of have a desire to be a dad. In moments. I think that if I had a kid, I would figure it out. I'd probably grow up fast. I feel like having a child grows you up quick. I don't know. That's terrifying, having a child. As I get older, I feel like less and less things become... Terrifying. I feel like you can outgrow fear to a certain degree. I think you can really outgrow fear. I think as you get older, you get less and less afraid of a lot of different things. But having a child, I think, is probably always scary. <laughs> Even if you're fucking 40 years old, it's it's, you know, it's a life-changing thing. It's not like getting a dog, dude. And people who compare it, shut up. Having a kid is like having a dog. If a dog dies, everyone shrugs. Okay, you listen. You'll be upset, sure. But if if you let your baby run out into if your baby runs out into the road and gets hit by a car, you're you're you probably will kill yourself. You're like your life is going to change forever. Your life and everyone involved's life is going to change forever to the point where you might even kill yourselves. But if your dog runs out in front of a car. It's very upsetting for um, a month <laughs> I don't know maybe I maybe it's more upsetting I don't know I think I care more about people than dogs and I love dogs I love dogs I love animals but I care about more I, I care about a strange person than a dog I know <laughs> I don't know. I get maybe 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 there's some uh, nuance to this. Maybe there's some people who I would. Maybe there's a strange person who committed a crime that I'd be like, "You know what? My dog's better than this guy." I don't know. I love dogs. I want to get a dog. I'll get a dog before I get a kid. <laughs> I'll buy a dog before I buy a human, bro. Come on, dude. That's the natural order of things. You buy a dog. You buy a human. The dog dies. The human takes its place. You pet the kid. You feed it treats. Anyway. How do you guys feel about... um When you like someone and they're taken how often does that happen to you does that happen a lot that's happened it's happened to me a decent amount of times in my life I've been thinking about it recently because two two separate friends of mine both mentioned a girl they like and how they were talking to her and how it was going well and of course they buried the lead But eventually they got to a point where they're like... Where they're like, well, she has a boyfriend. Because I'm like, why not... Because this is what happens. They talk about this girl. They talk her up. They say how their interactions are amazing, all this. And then you go, why don't you just ask her out? And they're like, well, she's got a boyfriend. And to which I'm always like, how do you know she's got a boyfriend? (laughs) Because... Because, you know, because I've been in, in, in scenarios where people don't tell me they have a boyfriend until after I've asked them out and given them my number. I've had instances where a woman, me and a woman were flirting a ton, then I DM'd her, started flirting with her more, asked for her number, asked, asked her out and asked for her number. She still didn't tell me about her boyfriend. She gave me her number. I texted her about the date, and then she finally was like, in all seriousness, I am kind of, I am, I have, I am seeing someone and it's kind of getting serious. So it was a weird thing where like, I've had this two instances. I've had one instance where the, well, no, 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 no. Cause no, 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 no. I haven't had two instances. Cause one of the instances was someone telling me the same thing. Like, oh, I am seeing someone. But they were very clear and I appreciated the fuck out of it. There was a person who who's like, very clear about like, I'm starting to see somebody. So we'd have to uh, go and hang out as friends. And I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for being clear. But this other person was like, you know, uh, like I'm kind of seeing someone and I want to see where it goes, but I would love to get a drink with you. And then you're like, all right, well then what is that? I feel like you, I feel like you were just like, we can't go on a date, but let, let's go on a date. <laughs> anyway what I'm saying is things can get weird when someone's with someone else okay things can get weird you're interested in someone you have no ties to this boyfriend and you're like what is what should I what should I I don't want to be a home wrecker but also I really am interested in this woman but anyway there was an interesting thing where both of the the guys were like I could tell they felt what I have felt and what all men feel. And it's that everyone thinks they're the guy, dude. (laughs) When you're flirting with someone, when you feel like you're really hitting it off with another woman, it doesn't matter if she's been uh, married for 10 years. It doesn't matter if she's been with a guy for a couple of months. It doesn't matter any of that. You will think in your brain, whether it's true or not, yeah, but um, but she'll, <laughs> and the reality is she will, you know, she's definitely not, she's 90%, 99% chance she's not going to leave her husband, her boyfriend, whoever the fuck she has more of an established thing with, she's not going to leave him for you. You're not the better choice in her brain, but it doesn't stop you from being like, but I, but I know that, but I am though. (laughs) Every dude thinks they're the 1% of guy who is going to make it actually happen, which is both admirable and delusional. It is, it's delusional because it's 99% chance wrong, but it's admirable because 1% of the chance of the time you're right. And then it's, it's very, it's an impressive thing. Or the guy who wants to, you know, date the bartender. Most do, whenever somebody's like, dude, if the bartender's flirting with you, she's just trying to get a tip. You are right 99% of the time. But there's a 1% time where she wants to fuck you. (laughs) She wants to date you maybe even. And so in those scenarios, I think it's a little bit good to be, to have that defect Sometimes that defect propels you towards a happier life. That defect of like, yeah, but I, but nah, but I'm the one. I'm the guy though. Dude, I have a friend who she has cheated on every person she's ever been with. And she is not, she is not private about this at all. She tells everyone about this. Okay. She's very honest and upfront that in every relationship she's ever been in, she's cheated on the other person. And she will be dating a guy that she'll tell that to, and the guy goes, "Yeah, but she's not gonna cheat on me." <laughs> I've seen I've seen multiple people do it. People enter that relationship and go, "Yeah, but it's not gonna happen to me." It doesn't matter that one hundred percent there's a hundred percent hit rate of she's gonna cheat on me. For whatever reason, I'm going to make it 99%. And I both laugh at that and go, you're out of your fucking mind. And I, and, but I also go good for you, man. You know what? Why not? Cause you might be the guy and you don't know if you're not the guy until you're not the guy. You know what I'm saying? In that scenario, you either are the 1% who who she doesn't ever cheat on or you're just like everyone else. And who, what's you already were. <laughs> You already were like everyone else there's nothing wrong with that we're all like everyone else we're all the same you're just in the same boat as everyone else and then you you get to be the guy who's like yeah then you have a whole community of men who you can be like damn i thought i was going to change it too <laughs> dude if you that's a that's a good scenario because if you find out that you, that you're the one then you're the guy dude who changed her life But if you get cheated on as well, you get, like, nine new friends. Nine... (laughs) Nine best buds with a similar experience of failure, dude. But it's also interesting because you don't think you're the guy for every person. It's, it's got, it's a new, it's a nuanced thing. It's a specific feeling you get. Sometimes you flirt with someone so specific. You know what it is? It's a person who you would date if they were single. That's when you think that. That's when you really have that feeling in your gut. Cause you have the, you, cause no one, no, there's no soulmates. I don't believe in soulmates. There are people who you are compatible with and people who are, you, you are not. And sometimes people who you are compatible with, you they just happen to be with somebody else who they are also compatible with. And then when they meet you and you guys are chatting, you both lock eyes and th- go, Nah, eh, if th- this guy wasn't in the picture, we would be dating, dude. But then again, but once again, you still got to understand you aren't the guy because he's another one of those guys. <laughs> For every eight dudes there are two dudes that a woman would be interested in and you're one of those two, but he's already there. You know, he's already making her happy. Probably. That's the thing too, is that you'll see the bad side of a relationship and you don't see the good parts. So how the fuck do you know? They might go home and have a, well, sometimes, you know, Sometimes, you know, sometimes people are in a bad relationship and it's pretty obvious. Sometimes people argue an amount that makes everyone around them uncomfortable and want to go, Hey guys, separate. Hey, could you guys, I've been in multiple situations where I just want to put my fucking hands between the two people's faces and fucking rip them apart and go either side of the bar. Okay. Nobody wants to see this dude. If you guys were kissing, dude, whatever, but no one wants to see you fucking yelling at each other. No one likes watching a couple argue for two hours. <laughs> it's a specific, that's an interesting specification because I'll watch a couple argue for 10 minutes. I'll watch a 10 minute argument. I don't care about that. I'll watch a couple. I'll watch the end of a couple's argument before and, and then watch them storm out of a room. That's fine. But I don't want to watch an hour long saga that's going to fucking ruin most of the party. Also, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, it's hard to, it's hard when you're friends with two people who are fucking, shouldn't be together. God damn, that's annoying. It's hard when you're friends with both people and they should not be together. Cause sometimes two people just aren't compatible together. Sometimes two people are awesome, but like they don't jive dating wise. I've had friends who like the moment you start having any sort of courtship or like seeing what's going on, you can tell very immediately. Nah, I don't like this. I'm not, this is not, you know what? The distance that friendship brings is what makes us stay friends. And if we close the gap on that, I'm going to hate you. I'm going to not like you at all. I already don't like this. (laughs) You're already starting to be dramatic in a way that, that, that is insufferable. I cannot do this. You can't. You can't do it, man. You can't. Don't, don't. I don't know or do it I don't know I guess I just don't say fuck it that much to dating <laughs> I think a lot of people dating wise are just like ah fuck it we'll see what happens but I don't want to do that I don't know dude I, th- that thing with uh... by the way I don't think it's good to be a home wrecker I don't think you should take you know People say all is fair in love and war, right? And that, I don't believe that phrase at all. That phrase sucks. If a a good friend of yours says all's fair in love and war to you, that's just them saying, hey, when when it comes down to it, I'm going to fuck your girlfriend if I can. (laughs) What he's saying to you is, hey, when it comes down to it, I want to have sex more than be a friend of yours. Because all is not fair in love and war. There are war crimes. (laughs) There are war crimes, dude. There are war crimes, bro. There are things you can do in war that make everyone go, that was too much. And the same goes with love, dude. There are certain things you can do in love where people were like, weren't you friends for 10 years? (laughs) And so not as all, all is not fair in love and war, dude. Um, all is fair in fairness. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the timer went off. Uh, this was fun. Hope you guys have a happy new year. Uh, hope you follow your resolutions. And if you don't, don't beat yourself up too much. Just pick one thing you want to do and just make sure you do it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. J. Jake-